taking us to the top of the hour. It is 4 a.m. Central African time. Welcome to it. This is SAFM 104 hours. Let's get into some music. Baba Amal with African Woman and Papa Wemba with Salah Keba. Sound awake on SAFM 3 to 5 a.m.
was a trip all the way to Mali with the likes of Salif Keita, uh, taking us to 32 after 4 a.m. If you have just joined us, 104 to 107 nationwide is what you're currently tuned into. SAFM most definitely leading the conversation. We're going to be stepping into the wellness corner, and this morning we are looking at holistic wellness. Now, what does that mean? What does that entail? And essentially helping us navigate through uh, the course of this conversation is the likes of Elsonia Herselman, who is a healer at Ad Astra Healing. Good morning, Elsonia. Morning. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you doing this morning? I am great. It's nice and early. <laughs> lovely. Lovely. Let's step into our conversation. And I want to start off by understanding what holistic wellness means. Well, holistic wellness is what they describe as mentally, emotional, physical health, which we normally speak in short and saying it's the mind, the body, and the spirit, um, or the soul. And it basically means you can't just look at one part of your life if you want to be happy. You know, traditionally, people would think that if 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 you're healthy, it means, especially in the Western world, we are physically healthy. You have no illness, you have no disease, you should be perfectly fine, you should be happy, but people are not happy even though you've got no illness. And then, you know, there is the emotional side. So you have to look at, at everything. So when you look at a person, and no, no person um, uh, are the same. One person would have struggle more with physical illness and they will focus on there. Some people will more focus on the mental issues and or whatever the issues you have. So when we look at holistic, when we look at a person and they come in there, we we look at everything and everything is connected. You know, even most people understand it now that they start to understand stress because if you suffer with stress, it it manifests, it is an emotional issue, but it makes you physically ill. So mm-hmm. the body and, and where the mind is, um, they're all interconnected, if that explains a little bit to you. Thank you so much for that. It absolutely does. Um, in your own experience, what is the most disregarded uh, part of the trio when you're looking at mental, emotional, and physical? Which one have you found commonly disregarded to say that we're not going to consider that because that isn't as important? I think people are not focusing enough on trauma mm-hmm. and how it affects you. You know, when when you when you are born, you start your life journey and you you form your whole opinion about life and all these negative things. And we we as human we do love to suffer for some reason. So we start to to form opinion about everything and, and you grow up and it's like you lose it's almost like you lose perception of of the whole so people get so trapped into into everything that they it's like you, you just don't see everything with clarity so when we look at it and you and you talk about it and people have fears and they have issues and and um, all sorts of stuff you know a doctor or a or whoever would say, okay, you know what? If we fix this pain, you're mm-hmm. going to be you're going to be all sorted out. 
and, and let's face it, you know, the physical body, we feel it. But if we didn't have pain in the physical body, we wouldn't be guided to know what, what are we doing wrong um, to the physical body. We will destroy our physical bodies without pain. If we don't have emotional pain, what is going to guide us to be happy? If you let the emotional pain go, then you can be happy. Then you have to let the trauma go. You have to let the fears go because we all build up fears as we go along. And then eventually we're sitting at this point and we are like, I can't see life. I can't be happy. So for me, you know, everything gets so complicated. But when somebody comes to me, the only thing I'm interested in is, you know, be, I want you to be happy and enjoy life. People forget to enjoy life, to live life. Mm-hmm. So that has become a thing. If I see you come in, and you can see it in, in everything in about a person. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it. As they as they walk in and they the way they walk the way the way they speak everything and when you go out there you see they feel light your physical body feels light but it is not your physical body that feels light it is just that you've you've let everything all the emotions all the 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 beliefs and all of those things you let it go so and that's why we have like when we work holistic and I call it holistic because no person's the same. Mm. You look at the person and when you have a physical pain, it is it is all connected to your your emotions. You let you let the emotions go, you let all the fears go. All of a sudden they they, they realize that oh where where's my physical pain? Where did it go? It is all gone. So I think there is no there's no one that you can you can leave out. You have to look at at everything. And then you you get to a point where people can see, oh, okay, wait a minute. You know, I am, I am, I didn't see that. I thought that was, that had nothing to do with me. Mm. But we, we are, well, every person is very well guided by their emotional pain, their physical pain, and then, you know, the news, you know, the thing is that people are, like they don't want emotional pain. Nobody wants to get hurt. Mm. The problem is you get to this point and you wake up one day and you realize, oh goodness, you know, that event I just went through, whether it's a divorce or whether it's a death um, of of a person, why why am I not hurting as much as I should? I've seen people who physically go and hurt themselves because... Where is the pain? There should be pain. So you can't be happy either because mm-hmm. you don't want to feel pain. But emotional pain is just as important to steer us to happiness. You know? Where we don't have any any um um mental pain. Yes, you don't who wants to who wants to live in mental pain. Mental pain isn't nice. It's uh, certainly not an enjoyable part of life, but if we had no pain, what would life be like? There would be no life. Sure. You spoke about trauma and instantaneously my mind went to healing. What kinds or rather what types of healing um, do you offer particularly to people who have experienced different kinds of traumas that have affected them either in their mental or emotional or even physical state? You know, we 
we look at everything and again, you can't say, listen, I have to go look at the person's childhood or I have to go look at um, um, at what whatever part. So every person is different. So when a person sits there and you talk to them, you let them speak. So I look at everything. Again, when I see a person, I just don't go and say this, how do you feel? So I do go, how do you feel? You know, what 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 traumas happened in your life? What part of your life? Because some people had an absolute perfect childhood because they are so protected. They just, they you know, they went through a great childhood and then trauma hits them later. But then I also say to them, please tell me what's going on in your body. And then they, they explain to me the pain. And that for me is more like, if I would explain it, where is your soul at? <laughs> mm. Please tell me where is your soul at because when a person explains their emotion, that to me is where they think their soul is at. Mm. And then I look at their body and I and I go, okay, there the soul is like. When you look at the two together, because if somebody comes to you and they say, you know, they struggle with their shoulders, for example, it's a simple thing like, you know, what weight are you carrying on your shoulders? Is it the family? Then I say to them, what, what, what is this, this stuff you're carrying? Is it the family? Is it work? In my case, most cases, it is, it is both. Um, you know that they are like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so stressed at work, and it's this. And even when you go and break down, then, then, then I start to look. But I also look at the energy levels. I also look at the chakras. So I have, I do like. Everybody now probably understands about Reiki, which is energy healing, which we'll look at that because when our energy centers are open, it is an energy center, but it affects our physical health. It affects how people are feeling us because people now understand that we also feel each other. You know, when you walk into a room and there's a person there standing there, you either feel like you want to walk in there and just say hello to this person and you want to stalk and you, you talk like you old buddies forever. Or you look at this person, you feel this person and you try and tip your toe out of the room because you like, this person mustn't see me. I don't want to speak to this person. <laughs> so I'm using a technique which is emotional freedom where I work on the emotions which were originally designed for um, physical fear, um, you know, um, like, the, for example, the fear of swimming, the fear of driving, the fear of this, whatever. I use that. So I do use where I, I balance the body at the same time. I do use crystals. I do crystal healing. So for me, it just found that I can do three types of healing in the same time doing that. So it's all about getting, attending to the person's physical, mental, and emotional at the same time. So some people are more stuck. And when you talk to them and you look at the person as a whole, you're not just saying, here is a book, here is a formula, this person has this, this is what I must do. You kind of, you feel this person, you have to be, I think, personally, you have to work with the spiritual world. You have to work with the creator. You have to say, I always say, to help me, to guide me, to help this person with whatever this person needs for them to be happy. And that is not for me to decide. That is just for me to feel and to guide and to... Um, I tap with them while I work with them because if a person's emotion isn't down to a certain level, there is no point in you trying to tell it that 
it is absolutely perfectly okay. Mm. You know, when we get angry with each other, if if you're in a relationship and you you are angry, somebody has pushed those buttons, that buttons that hurt you, you react and you get angry. But you get you get angry. You know, everybody who's been really angry, they 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 get it. When you get so angry, it's like all logic flies out the window. You can't think. You can't think. Once you've got it all out, or when you cry, and five minutes later you feel, you know, you feel so bad that you actually said those things which you wish you could take back. Sure. But it's because the mind, the mind cannot understand it. The mind is, the emotion is too high for you to look at logic. So there's no point in saying to a person when they sit there, and, you know, and they say to you, you know, I'm. I I have a fear of this. You say, well, you know, you should just get over it because um, if you logically think about it, it is not a problem. The problem is when your fear is so high, you can't logically think about it. So we do go and have a look and we do, when we work on it, when I speak to the person, we go through it and we really, really, really go into it and we break the fear down through the last point we'll be in the, the deepest things. And then if you take, literally, if you you work with them and you figure out in your mind, what, what are the worst things that can happen to you if this goes wrong? Mm. And then when you break it down, you break it down, you break it down, and eventually the person is like, you know what? Even if the worst happens, then... I will still be somehow okay. Then we start to work, then is it really necessary for you to do have this fear? But then there is a next point. You can't just stop there. You have to let it go. You have Mm -hmm. to like surrender it. You have to let it go. And then you have to decide, what do you want in life? Because where our mind is, that's what it is. If you think, oh, I have a stomach ache, I promise you, you're going to have a stomach ache in about a half an hour. You You can convince yourself you have got a stomach ache. (laughs) <laughs> I see. Um, Alsani, I just want to get into the conversation around um, balancing your own mental, emotional, and physical well-being. I think uh, it should start with you, and you should see a necessity for you to be able to fully uh, deal with the traumas and the fears behind those. Where, At what point do we then begin to question whether or not we are okay? At what point do we consider the pains that we feel um, that would then push us to come to people such as yourself who would then aid us to further break down what's going on inside us? Hmm. I think it is very easy, you know, if you ask yourself the question, are you happy? Somebody asked me one day, he says to me, if you must describe what you do, if you must describe to your creator, what do you do? What would the one word be? And it took me about, mm, I think about 30 seconds. And I said, definitely happiness. Because everything is about happiness. And I think you must feel happy and a person must feel it. When you sit there, and we are having our morning coffee now. If you sit there having your morning coffee and you effect on life and, you, and somebody asks you, are you happy? Can you say you're happy? Hmm. 
When you ask a person, are you happy, are they not going to think, geez, I'm not happy, you know, I've got, I've got physical pain, or no, my heart is broken, no, this or that. But if you know that and you're going around the circles and circles and circles and circles, people are stuck. People get stuck in the past. People get stuck in everything. People get stuck in the belief that one day I will have happiness. I think if you find yourself and you're going for, especially, you know, most people are for years, I am not happy. I am in life, but I am not happy. If you ask people, are you happy? Are you enjoying life? Are you having fun? You know, if I ask a person when they sit there, I'm like, I'm listening to all this nonsense. But I ask them, what do you do for fun? And they go, fun? <laughs> like, really? I've never thought about fun. No, I don't know what I do for fun. I go to work. I come home. We eat. I watch TV. We go to sleep. On weekends, I try and watch as much TV. I sleep as much. Fun? They think they're going to have fun one day. But by the time you wake up and you realize, I have not been happy for years, but I didn't seek anybody to try and figure out what I'm happy. No, I'm trying to survive until I am 65 or 70 or 85 or whatever, then I decide I'm going to, I'm done working, I'm done with life, I've looked after everything, I have, I'm then hopefully by then I take, figure out maybe I'm also now done being, how can I say, unhappy? Maybe then I look at it, but then it's too late. Do you even know whether you're going to, to get to 60, 70, 80? One thing we must all realize, every second we're dying, the last half an hour, you and me, we will never, ever have it over again. Sure. Uh, Shouldn't we ever be happy? You are, you are correct. We should be happy. And unfortunately, that is all we have time for at this present moment. Thank you so much for your presence. Absolutely, absolutely appreciated that wholesome view on holistic wellness. Oh, thank you. And I hope I have reached one person that it would make sense to and that they can say, oh, man, you know, I want to be happy. Indeed, you've reached me.